Welcome back to another episode of the Long and Short of It with uh, Genesis CEO Jim Long. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim. How are you today? Great, thanks. I know last week you're at the Alberta Pork Annual General Meeting. It was a great uh, speaking engagement for you. Can you tell us about how that went, the event, and what you talked about? Sure. Uh, the pork producers in Alberta have a their organization has an annual meeting. It was the first time actually they had one in first for three years due to the COVID. Uh, so it was nice. They had, I was told there was close to 350 people there. Uh, big representation of the whole industry. So there was a number of speakers. I was included one of them. Brad Stuber from Global Agritrans was also one of the speakers who left him. He does an excellent job all the time. So it was good to get the producers, customers. Uh, it was very positive. So, very positive. So I know Alberta has about 70% of exports. Yes. Yeah, well, they have export levels like similar to the rest of Canada. Canada exports about 70% of our production. So there's two major plants in uh, Alberta that exports. One's the oil mill plant, the other one's maple leaf plant. They're both focused heavily on exporting pork, primarily to Asia. So what about the NSIF conference? Uh, Mike was a recognized global expert on swine production, gave a presentation. What was that about? Mike Tokash, who's kind of the you know, renowned through you know, the industry as uh, very uh, learned nutritionist and uh, production, has a high degree of production knowledge. He's with Kansas State University. He spoke at the conference and he looked, he presented uh, a report that was put together by Iowa State that showed, I believe it was between 82 cents to a dollar, close to a dollar 20, was the average loss. For every one percent increase, at work for every one percent of wean to finish mortality. So it was interesting that somebody put, or the group, the project that kind of calculated what the cost of wean to finish mortality is. So, so basically, every one percent as one dollar, let's say, as an average. Um, if you have three percent increase wean to finish mortality, it's three dollars a pig across. other observations in the market um, you know i guess you know it's just a bad time of year for markets it's always generally lower right in this time period and we're seeing that i uh i look at the weights of pigs they're significantly lower than a year ago in the iowa minnesota database which is significant 
sow slaughter was 20,000 more sows than a year ago, which is a pretty big number. But I guess when you put in the contact last year from 1st September to 1st December, USDA reported the sow herd decreased 65,000 sows in this quarter last year. And now we got higher sow slaughter. Certainly tells me there's no way this sow herd is getting bigger. It's probably getting smaller, which means less pigs. And I, I look, I really believe 2023 is going to be quite positive. Less pork in U.S. There's certainly could be less pork in Europe. The liquidation continues there because of the cost of production relative to the hog price. Even though their hog price is very high, they have to very high cost due to feed relative to, let's say, North America. I think they're at least $2 a bushel higher in Europe, and they're getting about the same price for pigs in U.S. dollar equivalency. So liquidation continues there. China, uh, the, the price is very high. Uh, we're marketing pigs in China right now that were bred last February, give or take. And, you know, liquidation continued on from, you know, there'll be less sales being bred. Last week, Brett Stewart at the conference, he estimated that China's sow herd down 20%. It's a big number if it's true. I mean, I'm not, nobody knows for sure because there isn't really reliable data. Let's say if it's true, that's about 8 million sows disappeared. That's a lot less pigs. And I heard this week that China's Let's wrap quickly on Jersey bread. I saw a video. You guys have a chef that was was cooking a pork chop and a great little cooking segment. What what can people expect from this now, Jim? Well, part of it is we believe we have to produce best tasting pork. We have to grow demand in for pork. We need to deliver a, a, a pork that gives a good eating experience that creates repeat business and. We don't believe it's a niche product. We think as an industry, if we can deliver pork that tastes better, look at the price point of pork versus beef, you know, high quality pork chops, about a third of the price of a high price steak, huge price difference. If we can deliver consistent, predictable pork that tastes good all the time, we can drive demand as an industry. And when I say that, all the cuts, we need to improve the quality of all the cuts. But so, you know, we've done, you know, Genesis worked hard, developed in Jersey Red, Duroc 4, which is, and, uh, you know, part of it is, you know, we have a chef full time with the company. And the first video he did demonstrated what, how you cook a Jersey Red Duroc. I mean, part of it is, it's in our core of our company that better tasting pork matters. And part of it is how we prepare it, how we present it. And so it's, it's part just a, it's a step in our marketing and branding program that we want. The first the first video I think is at about thirty five hundred views right now. It was accepted pretty well, and we'll as we move forward, we'll figure out other platforms to put it on, and to not only build to build more awareness for better quality form in our industry. 
Well, you're taking the time to you're producing the meat and then now you're cooking it and you have professional people showing the world what uh, what a great pork chop would be like. You believe. Let's hope so. Well, thanks for joining us again today, Jim. You too.